Hello and welcome to this week's episode of The Perceptive Photographer, where we're going to be talking a little bit about projects and project concepts. I hope you are having a great week. I am your host, Daniel Gregory. This is episode 410 of our little podcasting corner of the universe. Just as a reminder, if you hit my website, DanielJGregory.com, you can check out all the upcoming workshops and classes that are being offered as well as don't forget, if you're interested in acquiring a piece of work and getting a discount on that workshop that you're interested in taking, head on up to the Alex Verone Gallery or to the Sam Gallery in Seattle, pick up one of my pieces there and I'll throw off an additional 10% coupon your way for any workshop that you'd like. The idea of how to create a project and I think one of the things that's really interesting about project conception and conceptualizing work and creating projects is that there is no one path to the project. Now, much like the kind of vernacular statement, all roads lead to Rome, I do think there are all roads ultimately lead to the project. But how we get there, there's a lot of ways about going into that work, a lot of ways about processing into that concept of creating you know, a larger body of work, uh, a thematic body of work, whether that theme be something by location, it be something by emotion, it be something by subject matter, or maybe by motif. There's all sorts of little ways that we can eventually wrap our arms around what we define as the project. But getting there is always kind of an interesting phenomenon, I think, because Part of the inner critic that sits within our head, part of the thing that tells us whether or not we're doing well or we're not doing well in most cases, believes that one of the greatest ways to distract us from achieving and creating good work, meaningful work, is to challenge the way in which our workflow happens. Are we, in fact, doing work the right way? Are we creating work the right way? Not that we've created the work, not that we've made amazing work. But there's an inner voice oftentimes that comes up for people that says, well, did you go about it in the right way, in the correct way, in the best way? You know, I've talked about this in a lot of my Photoshop classes. You don't get points for doing things the hard way in Photoshop. We just see the end result. And a lot of times that same voice, that same little little click that hits us in Photoshop hits us with a bigger hammer when we're thinking about project work. And so today we're going to talk a little bit about some of the potential ways to engage with a project and recognizing that you probably use one or more of these processes all the time to conceptualize your photography and to work within your photography or to recognize that you might want to do something with your photography. And like I said, even if you're just out there and you think you're taking pictures for just random things that look cool, you know, there is a pattern there. There is a a collection and a grouping you're starting to make as you acquire more and more photographs, well, there's some similarities there. So how do we go about identifying that? And I think one of the big ones is there are people who are conceptual in their nature. They're conceptual in their approach to their work. They create a concept. They then execute that concept. That concept then becomes the way in which the work is ultimately unfolded. Does the work match the concept? Is Am I creating work that is ex, ex Explanatory and exploratory within that concept. Am I moving my photography forward and is the photography becoming informative of the idea that I had? So there's this concept. And I think when we're we're successful is when the work and the concept match together. Where we fail in that approach is when the work and the concept don't hold together. And we can't see the relationship between the concept and between the work. I think another 
approach that a lot of people take is they recognize it's an emergent process. So the project emerges out of work that they're already creating. And there's a moment of recognition where there's a little conceptual work there to recognize like, wow, I'm going and photographing X project. Or I've noticed I photographed a lot of local people in my town. So I'm going to do a project about people in my town that I find interesting. Whatever it is, the work emerges out of things that have been photographed. I think for a lot of people who are out and consider themselves sort of jack of all trades or sort of more generic type photographers, oh, I like landscape photography. Eventually they collect enough landscape photography where they're then able to tackle something within the landscape. They recognize, oh, I'm photographing a lot of open skies or I'm photographing a lot of forest or I'm photographing a lot of macro work of flowers and leaves, that that becomes the central point of that work. That concept, that pulling down comes out of something that's already there. I think another approach that we can have to creating projects and working with interesting projects is the, uh, the notion of a divergent project. And sometimes we set out to create something. We have an idea, a, a crystal clear idea in our head. We know exactly what we want. We want the photographs to be, uh, we, want to, we know how, how we imagine them presenting. And somewhere along the way, we get quote unquote derailed. And there becomes an idea that surfaces during the work that is so drastically different than from what we were expecting, it diverges us off that path. It shifts us into a new direction and into a whole new way of being and thinking about the work we're creating. Out of that divergent path, again, we may then fall into a sub-characteristic of whether it's conceptual or emergent, but the project itself comes out of working on something else. So no matter what path we're on or how we got to the first path, we diverge off of that path and end up somewhere else. And I think divergent paths are really interesting because in a lot of ways, I think those are probably the projects or concepts that we've wanted to work with all along and we just haven't recognized it until we have enough vocabulary, both verbal and visual, where we've taken enough photographs and we've talked about the work enough that we have language now that tells us that really what we're interested in is something like this. The vocabulary gets developed enough where we're now as expressive as possible to ultimately what we want. And that's where the divergency comes from is actually a heightened sense of awareness. And so rather than, again, coming up with a concept or looking at emergent work, it's an awareness that comes from our increased vocabulary. I think another area where we see projects develop is out of replication. And so we either in our own work have seen something that is of interest to us, or we've seen somebody else's work and we're interested in finding our own narrative in replicating a project we've already seen. There are hundreds, if not probably thousands of projects around Route 66, the highway that go, the old highway across the U.S., the historical highway. It used to be the, the road that everybody traveled, and there's a nostalgia to the notion of Route 66. I personally have seen dozens and dozens of photographers work on Route 66. I've seen paintings and painting concepts around Route 66. If I was so inclined, I have family down in the New Mexico area who live along Route 60 or within really close proximity to Route 66. I could decide that I want to go down and do a project on Route 66 that's not an exact copy of somebody else's project, but is a replication of an existing project. 
And one of the, the catches, the reason I wanted to bring this specific project up is I think a lot of times when we're thinking about projects and concepts we want to work with, we are sort of distracted by the notion of novelty. And is the idea novel? Is it unique? Have I created something that is brand new that nobody's ever done before? So the thought of going down to do Route 66, well, that's been done hundreds of times. What would I potentially add to that conversation? How would I extend people's awareness and understanding of Route 66 in a way that these other projects haven't? And that's the challenge of the replication project is we've got to figure out truly our own voice within there. What is the thing that we have to say about that that is unique and distinct from what other photographers or other artists might have said about that particular subject? But I think replication is one where we recognize that there's something interesting about that, or I'm inspired by that, or I've found some sort of creative spark by looking at somebody else's work, and I'm going to go work with that notion. And again, not to directly imitate, but to be inspired from from a subject process. The last one I think is what I call a purpose-built project, which is where we're asked to do something. One of the amazing things I've found in photography is a lot of the ideas I get, whether it's for the podcast, whether it's for work that I shoot, is I'll hear somebody ask me about, hey, do you do X? Do you photograph Y? Have you ever photographed this place? Or have you ever been to this place? Or do you know these people? That with a purpose that somebody else gives me, opens up some opportunities for me to think about creating work, entertaining work in new, interesting ways. A lot of how we think about approaching what we do is often drived out of, again, verbal language that somebody gives us that we then process and translate into the psychology of the work that we create for ourselves and for others. But it is out of, born out of that seat of a conversation somewhere. So the purpose of the project comes from somebody else's notion or idea. And I think it's important to recognize that that happens all the time. We see that in work. We see that in movies. We see that in books where we find sources of inspiration that give us the purpose for the project that we may not have had before, or again, been able to more importantly, articulate what we had before. So there's some ways to think about sort of approaching your projects. And one of the reasons I bring this up from a consideration is I don't believe there's a right way. I believe that sometimes it's easy to get caught up into there's a lot of work that's being done a certain way and therefore that's the right way because it's the way that people seem to be responding. But again, integrity and being true to yourself is really important. And so if you're a person who is an emergent artist, the work you create needs to come out of the work you create. You will be much more successful by leaning into that strength than by trying to come up with a concept. Because if you're not a conceptual person, if you don't think about the entire concept to then execute, you're going to be frustrated by working in that process. It is so much easier to, again, improve and lean into your strengths than to try to improve and be frustrated by your weaknesses. So whatever your natural way of, being, of creating projects, lean into that. And so if you're starting to look at how you think about projects and how you work with projects, again, Knowing that you're emergent means go look at all your photographs and see what ties exist within the photographs. If you're conceptual-based, maybe you come up with a concept. You're driving down the road, you see a road sign for some small town, and you're going to go photograph the small town. Who knows where that concept comes from? Or probably most of us use a lot or all of these different methods and recognizing that 
It's okay sometimes to have a concept and to try to execute to the concept. And there's other times it's okay not to have the concept and just to see what shows up. All roads lead to Rome. All things are good as long as we continue to work on our process, whatever that is. And I personally believe that the more tools we have in the toolbox and the more appropriate tools we have in the toolbox, the better it is and the more likely it is for us to succeed. So whether you're doing conceptual, emergent, divergent, whatever type of process you're working with, again, accept that and recognize that it's great that it doesn't always happen the same way. Hope you have a wonderful week behind the camera. Thanks again for listening to the Perceptive Photographer Podcast, episode 410. Really do appreciate it. And again, if you're really wanting to save some big bucks, go ahead and grab that piece of artwork from the Alex Ferone Gallery or from the Sam Gallery. Let me know and I'll get you that 10% off any workshop. Have a great week. See you next time.